0: Hey there, bitch fans. This is your friend, your guy, your pal, Alexander Price, obviously, your favorite host, with a special treat for you. Instead of another episode where we talk about pillows or science fairs or that portrait of your great-grandmother whose eyes follow you, we're gifting you with the newest episode If It's an Honor Just To Be Podcasted, where my husband tries to trick me into giving a shit about award shows. This episode is about the very first Oscar ceremony. And don't worry, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Enjoy.
1: Welcome to It's an Honor Just to be Podcasted, a highly opinionated experiment in tricking my husband into giving a hash about award shows. That's a new one. It's always a new one. Whatever. (laughs) My name is Christopher Basile, and I am the uh, grafter of this here operation. Grafter? I looked up a whole bunch of, like, weird terms (laughs) from the 20s. (laughs) I'm
0: Alexander Price, and I'm a hot-shot reporter looking for the (laughs) latest muck to rake.
1: (laughs) So um, <laughs> I'm just going off a of yeah no, I, I know, um, and I love when we do this. That I never really give you much information about even what the vague semblance of the topic is at all. But you, have but no you idea. follow me on this it's, because it's I'm a awesome. professional. Can you guess what sort of time period we're talking about? Twenties. Yes, we are going back to the late twenties for the very first Oscar ceremony, and I'm going to use this as, just as a comment. I know our first five episodes have been very much about movies and the Oscars. I am sorry about that. It's Ugh. just It started when it started, and then it happened to coincide with the current Oscars of this year. Alexander's hitting his head on the microphone. Um, I promise the next thing we're going to be talking about is not going to be the Oscars. Hooray! But is, is there actually another award show you'd be more happy to hear about? No! Exactly. So it's all the same to you. Yes, we are going back to the very first Oscars ever. And the reason I'm really doing this is to take a look at why they were created in the first place. To appease you. (laughs) Yes, they knew I was going to be born several decades Mm -hmm. later, Mm -hmm. just a couple, Mm -hmm. and that they will eventually (laughs) entertain me in my teens and forever after.
0: A la a Roman emperor. Just (laughs) thumbs up. Or down, (laughs) crash. No, you die.
1: (laughs) Well, the Oscars decide. How green was my
0: valley? Die.
1: Okay, and what we're also going to be talking about is how things may have changed or may have not. But really, it's I found looking at this year, everything
0: old is new again.
1: Exactly. That looking at this year gives a lot of understanding of what even the Oscars are, what they intended to be. And how they kind of are still the same thing. A
0: waste of my time.
1: <laughs> um, very much so, dear listener. <laughs> Do you know what year the first Oscars?
0: Nineteen twenty-eight.
1: Actually, <gasps> yeah, really. <laughs> so, um, well, here's the tricky part. So, the ceremony was in nineteen
0: twenty-eight. <gasps> oh, I was the winner
1: of the <laughs> podcast, and now we're done. Dot. 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 Welcome. You get to take charge of the podcast next week. Then is that what you wanted to win? No, I wanted the podcast. <laughs> you to want be, to
0: escape to be done for me to <laughs> like finally escape this curse. Yes. Uh.
1: So the the ceremony was in 1928. However, they're at- for the
0: movies from 1924. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if only they at this time didn't realize that they should be doing a calendar year sort of scenario with this. So when people refer to these awards, they refer to them as 1927 slash 1928, because the time period of eligibility was from August 1st, 1927 to July 31st of 1928. What? So a year and a half? More? uh, No, uh, a year. You said January to July. No, I said August 1st Oh, to July 31st. I don't know where I you got January. No,
0: because I got <laughs> it right, so I don't need to listen past <laughs> me getting something right.
1: Okay, so I'm going to be doing a soliloquy then?
0: Great. Continue.
1: Fantastic. So if you notice, this is something similar to kind of what happens with the Tonys. They have, the theater season is not a calendar year. It Correct.
0: Is, it's a season.
1: Yes. And so they were doing pretty much the same thing, even though the Tonys weren't around at this time. Uh, just in terms of uh, chronologically what was happening. Nominees were notified through a telegram in February of 1929. <laughs> in August of 1929.
0: Uh, oh, you totally read it from my bit. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, I thought you were doing it underneath because oh. there's more. Uh,
0: they...
1: Uh, <laughs> The uh, Central Board of Judges uh, decided the winners. Now, so let me go back. You got an Academy Award, son. Actually, we will get into that.
0: <gasps> was I right again?
1: Kind of. Why am I firing doing, on? Okay, every? you know what? I'm doing this out of the order that I was expecting. Why to. am I
0: firing on every piston?
1: Okay. what What do you think I'm about to say? That's son.
0: people were told who won.
1: Uh huh.
0: A week before.
1: Three months before. Cool. Cool.
0: I'm still – I'm going to count that in the win column. Yeah. And it was like these people were also cool.
1: Uh, the nominations were announced first. So they did do the full nominations okay. being listed. And then afterwards, they, list, they said who had won. And then three months later, they had a ceremony, mm-hmm. which as you could tell, they realized immediately, oh, that was a bad idea. Wow.
0: This award for dr- the dramatic arts sure has no drama.
1: Exactly. So, to go back to the way before times, the, the Oscars, at this time, that's not what they were called. They were just still the Academy Awards because it was created... Uh, Louis B. Mayer, uh-huh. uh, the originator... Louis Mayer. It's me, Louis Mayer. I make all the big pictures. Exactly. He was the originator of the Louis B. Mayer Pictures Corporation and later... Uh, merged into Metro-Golden-Meyer slash MGM. Yeah, I know uh,
0: MGM. And okay. it's
1: Yeah, he decided to create the Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences and exclusively to give out these awards. This wasn't something he created oh, in its own it's right. Oh, it's
0: literally just awards.
1: Just to create awards. Cool. However, so he created it. There were 36 founding members. His purpose was, as he claimed at one time, to unite the five branches of the film industry, including actors, directors, producers, technicians, and writers. The official statement overall was that it was a non-profit organization with the goal of advancing the film industry. However, he also told a newspaper at one point, I found that the best way to handle filmmakers was to hang medals all over them. If I got them cups and awards, they'd, uh, they'd kill them to produce them what they wanted. That's why the Academy Award was created.
0: So the Academy Award was created by Louis Mayer. Yes. A producer. Yep. A producer and owner of a studio mm -hmm. to make people want to continue to make movies.
1: Not to continue to make movies, but that if they created awards to give them, not only would they create to do movies, but they will listen to what he said to try to make movies that he thought were better. Listen to me, kid. You got to do what I say because why?
0: You want that Academy Award, don't you, Coco?
1: Yes. And that, if you think about it, is kind of exactly what happens today. The Wow. Yes. Um, there's also a possible motivation that uh, statistically movies were not as popular in the United States in the 1920s as it was in the 1910s. So they were worried that maybe the general public weren't as excited about them. So they were trying to create a way to increase excitement. Oh, my God. Yes. The founders of uh, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences include Douglas Fairbanks, an actor, and he was then announced to be the president of the Academy. Okay. Yeah. Sid Grauman. What, why do you know that name?
0: Grauman's Chinese Theater.
1: Chinese Theater and Egyptian Theater. He is not involved in the film industry other than he designed and built these theaters.
0: He was an architect?
1: Sort of wow yeah uh louis b Mayer, mary pickford who was married to Douglas. i know Fairbanks. mary pickford yeah i she, know my movie history yeah she was in the teens one of the biggest actresses in the world she continued through the 20s she was known as the girl with the curls mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of her curly very, hair. very curly hair that i swear every time i look at a picture i it has to be a wig it is a wig it, it's gotta be it's just so much um what i did not know before this is she co-founded the Fairbanks Pickford Productions, uh, like company that created movies with Douglas Fairbanks, that later became United Artists. Oh. I did not know that.
0: I also did not know that, but truthfully, mm-hmm.
1: how could I know everything? I know. I, you I, know I've, so I've much. guessed so much. Yeah. And Joseph uh, Schneck, oh, sorry, Schenck, who was president of United Artists and would eventually co found 20th Century Fox. So notice what I'm talking about. They're
0: all involved in creation they're, of the film.
1: They're like the founders. Not just the creations, but they're the producers. They're the ones who make the money out of all this. So, so there's a lot of insider trading things happening here with
0: yeah. this. Well, it's and all that, just kind of like a cottage industry of...
1: Exactly. Like, how do you trust a group of people who benefit from... Getting those awards, hey, to giving out those what? awards. To
0: be fair, at least they were all different studios.
1: There were a couple different studios, <laughs> and you'll notice when the nominations come Warner out. Warner Brothers isn't there.
0: That's the other big studio.
1: Was that around at that time? Was it not? I don't think so. I think that showed up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you think about what the Academy is now, do you know like who makes up the body of the Academy? Some old white guys. Yes, and who are old white guys? in the film industry producers yes
0: so it's the same
1: yeah if you think about it the academies consists of the original founders and then people who then later get nominated for or win academy awards and a
0: lot of those people are producers
1: yes because one movie can have any number of producers these days
0: right and uh, in those days yeah
1: and in for the First few years, they did expand it beyond it with basically friends of theirs who worked in the industry. So, not necessarily that they were nominated. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is just so to give a sense of what the Academy Awards even are, who chooses. It's not people who. It's
0: that old 1920s gl- glitterati. Exactly. See.
1: So, they decided to create this award is, to give it to themselves in a lot of ways. Is this why
0: the producers win Best Picture? Yes. Just f- so that they can... Can give it to themselves. Give it to themselves.
1: Yeah. Well, remember when we were talking about the 1939, that it was called Best Production.
0: No, I realize yeah. that. But what I'm saying is, to this day, still, Best Picture is not given to... The auteur who created it. It's exactly. from the producers the who producers it the producers who, like, saw the vision. Exactly.
1: Cool. That is still how it works. Uh, the statuette uh, asked... Uh, with Meyer asked... Cedric Gibbons, who was an art director at MGM to design the Academy Award Trophy. Uh, Cedric Gibbons, as an art director, will be nominated 39 times for art direction over the course of the history of it, and he won 11 times. His design of the award, which changed slightly over time, was, in his words, it depicts a knight with a crusader's sword standing on a reel of film.
0: That's what the award is based on?
1: Yes. If you think about it, that is kind of what it is but why why did he decide that it was a crusader an in a night he's naked and he's naked sitting on a reel of film so that you th- never see originally the reel of film was more obvious that that's what it was oh. they just changed it into more of a base as time went on
0: sure that makes sense
1: yeah which it's still a bizarre image to choose for this thing uh it was 30 centimeters high which we talked about the height of it previously Uh, In the early ceremonies, they were sometimes, the awards were sometimes referred to as gongs. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, Why? I I don't know. Because of Grauman? Because Grauman, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They were very racist back then in so many ways. And that they were made from gold-plated solid bronze, which was later substituted into a pewter-like alloy uh, Britannia metal. Which, it's lighter, so... Oh, so it's not so so heavy. And it's also cheaper to make. I found this little tidbit. Uh, When the Second World War was going on, metal shortages between 1943 and 1945. It's the war effort. Exactly. Do you know what they decided to make them out of instead? What? Painted plaster.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. And Uh, when the war was. Sorry, people that got awards during that time.
1: I mean, they did try after the war to, they offered to anyone who received a plaster award that they were allowed to exchange them for metal ones if they wanted to and there are several people who kind of said no this is the one i won so i'm holding Oh, i would have immediately turned that in (laughs) most people did and then it breaks Mm -hmm. oh great now i don't have an academy award anymore yeah well i could glue it together it's like a project we don't have the internet
0: yet (laughs) to remember why when i won
1: yeah exactly uh do you and this is not this year but just because we're talking about the statuette uh the name for it being called an oscar supposedly because uh, there's multiple ideas about how it happened theoretically popular legend says that the academy librarian Mardrick herrick claimed that the statuette bore a striking resemblance to her uncle oscar i want to point out that the statue is naked it is i don't want to know why it looks like her uncle oscar
0: there was that one time <laughs> don't that she didn't hear he just turned off the shower so she had to go to the bathroom very badly.
1: No. End of story. I just going to let that hang in the air for you. This was in about 1936, 1937. It was 1939 that the Academy officially decided to embrace this nickname that was apparently like everyone was calling it that at this point. Mm-hmm. So that is the birth of the Oscars. Uh, I want to talk briefly about voting, which was uh, I mentioned the idea that it was for the this weird time frame of things, and then uh this committee of thirty six people nominated who they wanted to. They then decided who won. However, according to King vidor do you remember that? hmm Yeah. He
0: stepped into direct um Wizard of
1: Oz. Yes. The the silent one. See, yeah. See I don't Yeah, I that's awesome. Uh he claimed He was the third person. Yes, he was the, 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 last, finish, the he was finish. last one to come in and yeah. do the uh, black and white sequences. Right, with all the twister in, in and the, stuff. Exactly. Cool. Oh, I'm so proud of you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: according to him, uh, the voting for the Academy Award for Best Picture specifically was in the hands of Douglas Fairbanks. But basically, those four people, the founders that I initially mentioned, not the whole 36, that the whole 36 people would have oh, voted, uh-huh, okay. but they, that group of that smaller group of people kind of went on their own and said, you know what? This is what we're going to give it to. Got it. Got it. Yes. The, and it was the, the winners were announced publicly three months before the ceremony. Uh, the next year, they realized how stupid that was and how boring the ceremony was. So they would inform the press the day of the ceremony. Okay. Embargoed them uh, to it. They said that they could not release it until 11 p.m. Uh, the night of the ceremony. And that seemed to work until 1940, when the 1939 Oscars happened. We talked about this. The LA Times published the winners yeah. early, and then it just like was like, "Oh, who cares?" Yeah, and it was then the following Oscars that envelopes were created because mm-hmm. before the presenter was just told off, like off the side, this is who the winner is, and so uh, they would, ha- and then they just walk on stage and say, "The nominees are so and so, so and so, so and so, and we're giving it to this person." It's kind of similar to what happens at the Cannes Film Festival. There's not like a big... Sure,
0: like, but that's not, I guess. And I yeah. realized that they weren't broadcast, but still...
1: Well, they were broadcast. Event- oh, this is something else I found interesting about the ceremony. Okay,
0: because last time you told me they weren't, they were only used for like film reel footage.
1: The footage, yes, but... Um, oh, they
0: were broadcast over radio? Exactly. Mm.
1: The 1927-28 Oscars are the only Oscars in history to not be broadcast in any way, shape, or form, which makes sense when I tell you about the details of it. Okay. The ceremony was held on May 16th, 1929 at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, it consisted of a private dinner with 36 banquet tables where 270 people attended and tickets cost $5 at the time, which is now equivalent to about $75. That's not cheap, yeah. The, the food that they served on it? Was broiled chicken on toast? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and filet of sole saute al barré. So, so
0: butter sautéed.
1: Yeah, soul. Hold up. They, so they sold. So they
0: served the, the boiled the, chicken on toast,
1: which was the appetizer,
0: and then just filet of sole, fish,
1: F- fish in a butter sauce.
0: They probably sat for who knows how long.
1: Well, here's the fun thing. So, that was the banquet that they were doing. The the ceremony was hosted hosted by Douglas Fairbanks and lasted 15 minutes. Okay. That's it. Because the the winners already knew. So, it was just like, hey, guys, come up at the stage. I guess. And it was so casual to the point that many of the – they specifically cite the female nominees because this is what it is that they didn't even bother to dress up too much for it. Of course they didn't. One actress Why would was, they? One actress was noted for wearing off-the-rack separates that she had bought, like, years before. Why wouldn't she? <laughs> exactly. This was just at a hotel.
0: Why wouldn't
1: she? And there was no reason for anyone to really dress up for any particular way. reason. No, it wasn't being
0: broadcast. It was 15 minutes. They had boiled chicken on toast. Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go into the actual nominees in a second because I'm going to get to something that I find that's very important. But uh, William C. DeMille, who was vice president of uh, the Academy and Cecil B. DeMille's older brother, okay. told the audience at the ceremony, there is only one award in this whole list that has anything to do with talking pictures. It seems strange when you stop and look over the field and see how many talking pictures are being distributed today. Do you know what I'm possibly referring to? No. So, during this time period, uh, that of eligible movies, one very film history important movie came out in that time frame: Mm -hmm. "The Jazz Singer," Mm -hmm. which is notably the first, really like American film, and I'm pretty sure like across the board film to have recorded sound, uh, uh, recorded human voice in it. Right. Much of it is silent, but a couple of the musical sequences had uh, singing attached to it. Okay. The Academy decided that that was such a game changer and that how can you possibly compare silent films to this revolutionary film? So they decided that the jazz singer was ineligible for most of the awards. Uh, uh, Yeah, because it would be unfair to compare. I
0: mean, sure. But that feels like where we are now with untraditional production channels like netflix and amazon prime very
1: much so it's one reason why when we were talking about uh last time about they're going like oh netflix that's gonna be a dangerous thing how can you deal with it it's like guys calm down it's still a movie so now i'm gonna get into the actual awards here is the most specific part of this that i want to get into okay they had an award at the time called outstanding picture
0: okay not best picture
1: No. They also had an award called Best Unique and Artistic Picture. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. at this time... This sounds suspicious. They were trying to figure out what to do because there was what you'd call popular entertainment.
0: Blockbuster, kind of.
1: Right. Uh, I would like to define as movies. And film. And then there was films, who had a much more of like an artistic... uh, sense behind it okay they weren't necessarily worried about making money they were trying to tell like a story art. and art and that sort of thing and they for some reason thought you know what it's unfair to put those two together so let's put a group of films that we think are ones that are like, oh, this is a motion picture. This Ah, is a movie.
0: This is a movie.
1: And then ones are like, this is a talkie. Oh no, we have to talk about this in hushed voices. This is art.
0: This one involves the Holocaust, and I realize that the Holocaust won't happen for another twenty years. But I really think this is important.
1: Pretty much. Cool. At the time, they were considered equal footing. Like there is not one that was more important than the other. Okay. This is they were like best
0: picture and best like other picture other picture
1: yeah cool this is the only year these categories existed <laughs> the very following year not only did they have just outstanding picture sure they then retroactively said well you know what that was actually the more important one the artistic one is the lesser uh! yeah uh! <laughs> wow so and this is one slap reason, in the face this is one reason why i wanted to bring this up king Be- vitor sorry <laughs> um in my mind that is really when the Academy decided what it wanted to be. But then it didn't the, decide what it wanted no, to be. No. What I'm saying is at that year, they decided they wanted to be honoring movies, not films. A fact that I think still fits in nowadays.
0: I don't think that's true really? necessarily. No. And I'll say
1: it's be Well, be- you're talking about blockbusters and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but I think when we So, you know how today we um say like uh about like oh due to in- like inflation it would actually be this yeah much money i think it's the same thing compare it's a good like comparison for this what they were talking about with movies and with films mm-hmm. is what we would talk about with like blockbusters some are blockbusters and films
1: to some degree yes so and but- i
0: think in some ways it just kind of like maybe it's not necessarily they changed but their sensibilities stayed old
1: for so long to some degree yes i definitely agree with that what i'd also say though is like there's quite frequently years where things i would describe as films do get nominated they are not usually ones that win
0: i agree it does kind of hit middle of the road
1: yes and that's basically what i'm trying to say
0: it's drifted center yeah but it it's i would say comparatively mm mm-hmm if that's what the structure you're looking at was film and movies, mm-hmm. they've drifted towards film.
1: With a heavy like element of movie thrown in. Like, okay. for instance, I would say Green Book is a movie. It is a movie. Not a film. Correct. Bohemian Rhapsody is a movie, not a film. Correct. I would say Roma is a film. Yes. I agree with this. Yes. I'm just saying,
0: though, that...
1: I even say The Favourite It leans more towards a film than a movie. It is a, a film. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, say, like, one is better than the other, but it's just the mentality of what went into the making of the movie. No, I agree. And the Academy is very much uh, open to the more digestible than it is the the harder hit. Feels like
0: it's, like, five years behind.
1: Also, and it's something that I didn't even really think about much, it's rare for an auteur to win an Academy Award For a movie that feels like an auteur film.
0: Correct. Lars Van Trier is not going to win.
1: No, but like Stanley Kubrick never won. Martin Scorsese didn't win until he did The Departed.
0: Which was a very digestible film.
1: Compared to some of his earlier stuff. Um, But you could go on and on. Hanukkah will never win. uh, Yeah, he got one nomination for directing. For White Ribbon? No, for More. Ah. But he very much did not win that. Yeah. And it's not to say like that's a a bad thing, but when your whole thing is about talking about the film, not just film, but the like the importance of film as feel, an art form. As an art form, it feels weird that you decide Let's uh, you give know it to Green that's, Book. That's too much of an art form. We and want to go with something slightly easier. Crash. Yeah. So, the thing that won Best Picture i mean sorry outstanding picture that the first year.
0: year outstanding picture or outstanding film
1: uh, <laughs> outstanding picture. the real
0: winner the of course the real winner the correct the, the, winner
1: <laughs> was a movie called wings
0: oh i've heard this name yeah it's the pilot movie
1: yeah it's an aerial like romantic yeah war yeah, yeah, ish like pilot sure movie. it's two and a half hours long that's too long <laughs> exactly yeah. It cost $2 million to make, which was apparently the most expensive movie ever made at that time.
0: I mean, that's a lot of money in, in 1920s dollars.
1: Oh, yeah. Very much so. It's, uh, there were only three nominations in this category. The other two were sort of Seventh Heaven and The Racket. The Racket is most notable because it was produced by Howard Hughes.
0: Ah, you'd think I would do wings, but nah. Nah. I'm here for gangsters
1: (laughs) and the racket. Exactly. Oh my god, I'm on such a roll. You're doing a really good job. Uh, Did
0: you love my spot-on Howard Hughes impression?
1: (laughs) I didn't know Howard Hughes was a muckraker. Well,
0: everyone from this time in my mind was.
1: Uh, Best unique and artistic picture went to a movie called Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans. Oh, Which, That's the most filmy title. Have you seen that? I assume you haven't. It's, no. Uh, it's actually really good and it holds up in a bizarre way. It uh, The story is very melodramatic, but it's basically husband and wife live in the country. Girl from the city comes to the country. Two of them fall in love and she, being a horrible city person, tells him, well, you got to kill your wife.
0: Ethan Frome?
1: Yeah, basically. It's Ethan
0: Frome. You so just described the plot of Ethan Frome. But
1: here's the difference. So he goes in a robo to try to drown her and stuff, but real, he f- realizes how much in love with her he is and he can't. She f- flees because she uh, needs to get away from him. He, she runs to the city. He chases her in the city, and the two reconnect and realize how in love they are with each other.
0: This is not romantic.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's also Ethan Frome.
1: Yeah, but basically.
0: With a yeah. happier ending? Yeah, actually, but that's also because Ethan Frome has the saddest, most <laughs> depressing ending.
1: Yes, that re- <laughs> don't read that book, kids. Oh no, kids!
0: If you're listening, don't read that book.
1: I mean, you could read the sleigh ride no. scene alone because that's no. Just, don't whatever. read the book. <laughs> don't read.
0: Don't see the movie. It's garbage.
1: <laughs> also nominated was a movie called The Crowd. I thought you were going to say The Craft. I realize you weren't. No, I was not. There was no witches in the crowd. The crowd was directed by King Vidor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Also has to do with city life, and it's also really good. And then this movie that, for the life of me, I cannot find, called Chang a drama of the wilderness
0: no <laughs> yes i'm glad you can't find that that film shouldn't exist it's called chang and wilderness we know they're gonna it's
1: gonna be racist i like i honestly can't really find it's much information be, on Chris, it it's called it's chang and i know the wilderness i know i know i'm agreeing oh with my you God. i'm just saying i'm having trouble finding information on it beyond that good just <laughs> good as you've noticed there's a Only like very few nominees in this category. I'm correcting myself because you asked something way back when about in the beginning where there were ten nominees. Sure. At the beginning there wasn't this. At the beginning there
0: was as many as they could have, and there were only five movies released each year.
1: (laughs) There were more. I
0: know. I know. I was making a a bit. bit. I
1: get it. This is still a comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The best director category was again split. But not that way. It was split between comedy picture and dramatic picture. Okay, yeah, which that makes actually sense. makes sense. That makes sense. There were two nominees for comedy picture, two for uh, dramatic picture. Wow,
0: what tension!
1: I know. Well, not even that because of everything that happened. And was
0: there one movie director <laughs> and one film director <laughs> there was in not. each category?
1: No. Oh well. <laughs> and then something else that they did at this time that I appreciate. And that a lot of critics groups still do, but the Academy Award does not for the acting nominations. People were eligible for all the movies they did in that time frame. What? Oh, so if one time, so it was so, the
0: actor, not the part.
1: Exactly. It was that's why it was literally called best actor before that reason. Oh, so like even now, the critics groups still do this, but like if you look at a year where uh what was it like 1999 where philip seymour hoffman did five movies Mm -hmm. critics awards gave him best supporting actor for all those movies weird which in many ways makes sense because it's like why would i I, choose this one thing that he did i guess
0: yeah but you're it's best performance now, now
1: now that's basically what it is but it's still called also best actor. because
0: then to be fair mm. actually, it, it let me is correct then myself. it is then no no no, no
1: it's mm. not best actor necessarily it's best agent it, i mean it really is and like nowadays actually i'm correcting myself they usually refer to it as best actor in a motion picture so it is they changed the name of it to really specify this movie correct and again there were only two or three nominees in each category But uh, Best Actor went to Emile Jannings for The Last Command and The Way of All Flesh. Uh, This is a problematic person. His performance in The Last Command in particular is fantastic. I've watched it. However, he is a German actor that came over to the United States and then became an actor for the Nazis. Oh, great. And however, when he was on trial... At Nuremberg? uh, Not at Nuremberg, but like basically... going. He'd walk around holding his Academy Award <gasps> so that troops would realize, oh, he's kind of with Americans. He likes us. No! Yes. Oh, it's a bad look. And it apparently no. worked. He of was- <laughs> course it did, Chris. Of course it did. If history sounds nothing, of course that's exactly <laughs> what worked. Yes. And uh, for Best Actress, Janet Gaynor won for Seventh Heaven, Street Angel, Sunrise Song of Two Humans. And... She beat out Louise Dresser, and this was a little heartwarming moment, Gloria Swanson.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, from Sunset Boulevard fame.
0: I know who Gloria Swanson yeah. is.
1: For a movie called Sadie Thompson, which I know pretty much nothing about.
0: Wow, that movie sounds thrilling. <laughs> it really does. Oh, Sadie. It's actually Sadie Hawkins. It, her full name was Sadie Thomas Hawkins, and it was the story <laughs> of Sadie Hawkins, which I know is not true because <laughs> Sadie Hawkins was a thing. In Lil' <laughs> Abner.
1: Was it? I actually know nothing about this. It was. Cool.
0: The more you know.
1: There were three um, writing awards. One was Best Original Story. Oh, we talked about this. Well, no, this is slightly different. Best Original Story, Best Adaptation, and then, my favorite, Best Title Writing. Because they were silent movies. Okay. No, and what's kind of cool is if you think about it, because there's so little dialogue in these movies, best story just meant with like the concept of the movie. Yeah. Best adaptation was oh, here's this play or a book or something. Mm-hmm. And we figured out how to make it into a thing. This was, uh, that was Jazz Singer's one nomination. Well, but we it lost. also know that in that time, plays didn't have words. <sighs> that is pretty much. <laughs> Famously well-known. Words weren't created on stage until... No, Words? Um, In in American place. Because clearly, like, Shakespeare knew what he was doing. American place. And we all know that O'Neill just did, like, comedic farce. (laughs) Wordless farce.
0: It's the funniest farce.
1: It's why he won Pulitzer Prizes for such great farce. (laughs) <laughs>
0: this is a factual podcast. This is <laughs> take everything I say as fact. Uh
1: and what I also love is that one uh the best title writing specifically they decided to give it to people and not specify any film they were gi- giving given it for. They just they were like people that were hired like by a thing to John it, Richmond. Uh the winner was Joseph W Farnham for no specific film. Because he worked on so many films. It was just like, oh, this guy's really good at writing titles. So was. how
0: many years did he win? Every year for six years?
1: <laughs> no. This was the only time they had this thing. Because the next season, next uh, Oscars, sound films were the dominant thing. But yeah, he was not the only one. George uh, Marion Jr. also was for no specific thing. And then uh, Gerald Duffy, who was already dead at the moment, uh, for The Private Life of Helen of Troy. And the... Last thing was Best Engineering Effects, meaning Best Special Effects, went to Wings. And the other two nominees were, again, for No Specific Film. Cool. There were two honorary Oscars that went out this year. One was for The Jazz Singer uh, for producing the Pioneer Outstanding Talking Picture, which had revolutionized the industry. Just because they apparently just wanted to give it something.
0: Well, it was, was it a Meyer film?
1: Uh no, it was Warner film. Brothers. Oh, you're right. Warner Brothers. Oh my god, Alexander. <laughs> oh my god. You're you are doing so well this episode. I am now angry at you <laughs> because I'm just ghostlighting you, hun. You mean gaslighting? I'm just gaslighting you, hun. Mm.
0: <laughs> I knew Warner Brothers was a studio <laughs> at that time, and you dismissed me.
1: Yeah, I know when you I'm wrote sorry. your notes i did i'm sorry oh my gosh i'm sorry
0: listener i think this episode has finally proven that you shouldn't listen to a word christopher says because christopher is a liar and alexander how, how dare you is the cassandra mm-hmm. who's truth telling all the time
1: <laughs> continue with your lies there was one other honorary oscar winner and that was charlie chaplin okay who did a film called the circus that came out this year That was originally nominated for directing, acting, and writing. Okay. Apparently, though, the Hollywood studios did not like the fact, did not like Chaplin. Cool. So they decided, oh, we don't want this guy to win, let alone possibly win three times. So let's rescind all of his nominations and give him an honorary Oscar for, quote, for versatility and genius in acting, writing, directing, and producing the circus. So they just gave
0: him four they awards him, rolled up in one.
1: Yeah, they just gave him one award because they were afraid he would sweep in some way. A and
0: sweep their six awards.
1: Yes. they. There was also something notable that apparently the public, when the Oscars decided to do this, felt very strange that a movie called The General by Buster Keaton mm-hmm. did not get any nominations. Because it was a huge hit. Yeah. It was considered... Still today, one of the best films ever made, let right. right alone one of the best silent comedies. Right, right. And people were kind of like, hmm, I wonder why. And it's because it wasn't at one of their studios.
0: Mm. Yes. But WB got nominated. Yeah. So, For one thing. Yeah. So it's okay. Oh,
1: actually, no, to be clear, it did not. It, it got nominated. Jazz Singer, remember? Was Warner Brothers? It was Warner Brothers.
0: Oh, so, so not only. So also all that. Did you not know that warner brothers was a studio at this time
1: (laughs) i i'm pointing out the fact that there was many reasons why they decided to rescind the jazz singer okay and basically say hmm i don't like this idea okay charlie chaplin buster keaton and the jazz singer might take our awards from us our awards that we created that we created to give (laughs) ourselves give ourselves (laughs) ourselves. we don't like this idea to be fair (laughs) yeah It's one reason why foreign films, I think, don't get nominated a lot here, too, is because, well, they didn't produce them.
0: I mean, that's true.
1: Who knows? Also, you have to read.
0: Uh, (laughs) Wait a second. You have to read in silent movies.
1: Yeah, but they were used to that at the time. I'm talking now.
0: Oh, God. Okay.
1: (laughs) It's L.A. Nobody reads in L.A. Okay, true. (laughs) We say this as L.A. boys ourselves. But yeah, that was the very first Oscars. They made a lot of mistakes that they then tried to fix, but there's a lot of things that are still kind of there from there.
0: Still here. Yeah. The foundations are...
1: The foundations have been laid on
0: sandy They're rotting. They're rotting away. Thank God. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: (laughs) And I'm starting to wonder, really, if this podcast is you tricking me into not liking these things. (laughs) But here's the thing though Yay. i'm still because we're not going to talk about the oscars for a while i promise Hooray. but i still i i don't agree with them the majority of the time but there's still something for me about the you like lists so i like lists. i, like, like, I like compiling things i like looking Compar- at statistics
0: comparing
1: yeah and really trying to guess what other people guessing think to be do. right you exactly. like all this stuff that's really my thing like And as we say in these first five episodes, the Oscars get many things wrong. But you know what? Some things are right. Thwarping. No, that was a really bad transition. Okay. Why don't you try it then?
0: But if you think we're right, you should rate, review, and subscribe <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> uh, and tell your friends. And tell your friends with children. Because remember, we're a family-friendly podcast. Oh, we did so hard to do. We didn't <laughs> swear at once. Yeah. I, I don't know what's – it's not so hard for me. I love to swear, though. I know,
1: but so don't. if you want to hear a swear,
0: you may check out Podletum. That's, uh, Pod. <laughs> That's America's Next Top Pod. That's America's Next Top Pod.
1: It stays in.
0: That's America's Next Top Model podcast, spelled backwards, <laughs> where me, Hannah Jane and J.W. Crump talk about our favorite television show, America's Next Top Model, all the way from the beginning, Cycle One, Episode One. It's amazing. You should listen to it. And listen to our other Thwarp Inc. podcast, which is not family-friendly. But its name?
1: Are we even allowed nope. to say?
0: Nope. Nope. So you, the, our censors are saying no. The
1: B-Cast?
0: Uh, the B-Cast. But you can find that if you search Thwarp Inc. That's T-H-W-O-R-P-I-N-C. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Thwarp Inc. Uh, and let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us what you would like to hear about. Um and Chris and Chris can do all that research and I will do none of it.
1: Yes. And you will still somehow correct me. Oh, I'll I'm be
0: wrong. I'll guess that I'm right. <laughs> so for it's not just to be podcasted, I'm Alexander Price.
1: I'm Christopher Basile, and this was a shaky foundation.
0: Shake, 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 shake.
1: Goodbye.